Welcome to episode 44 of A Politic. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in five to ten minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in the society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices And that really means looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of the information is accurate and true. Some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and our votes. A Baltic pledges to give high quality information that is not biased toward a political party. We will be equally critical of both parties whenever necessary. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles as we are looking at significant dates in American history, issues, policies, and programs. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in relation to our progressive principles. This is the continuing episode about the issue of the elections and what's happening. The question is, where have the Republicans been in dealing with elections? President Trump has continued to question the elections and he's been continuing to say that the elections have been a victim of mishandling, stealing or rigging the election. And then he's been planning a series of steps to bring about his comeback in a way that the whole country would be accepting of a new outcome. Last week, on Wednesday, the Capitol was assaulted by thousands of protesters, some of which were trying to exercise their First Amendment rights, and then others were engaging in illegal and criminal activities. So this goes to progressive principle number one, which is at stake in this whole situation, increases civil liberties and personal freedom, balanced by civic and personal responsibility. As we said, most of the episodes in this series cannot claim to be progressive when we're violating progressive principles. Free and fair elections are the foundation and the cornerstone of democracy. The vote 
has not been more important than it is now. And we're talking to you who have not yet voted. This vote is extremely powerful, and we're glad that you're hopefully beginning to recognize and use your power. We need more voters to be heard in the question of which direction our country will take, progressive or not progressive. Thank you for joining us, and we're looking forward to our discussion with Steve. Thank you. Welcome to episode 44 of A Politic. And today I'm joined with my friend Steve in discussing what ended up happening on January 6th, two days ago. Today is January 8th. And Steve, when we recorded our last episode, 43, it was before the Christmas holiday and the New Year's and, and Hanukkah. Uh, and so we were speculating that January 6th would be an important day, but we also predicted correctly that the House and the Senate would verify the results of the election and that President Trump's assertion that the election was fraudulent, that it was stolen from him, would fail, and that uh, Joseph Biden would be confirmed as the 46th president. However, things didn't go according to anyone's, anyone's script. And we did not foresee some things that happened. So bring us up to speed on what happened a couple of days ago. Well, um, for sure, uh, what we saw here uh, the other day uh, will definitely be part of the history books. Um, future generations will definitely read about it. Um, uh, tell tell what happened on January 5th, because that was a part of the whole thing. There was a runoff election in Georgia, so let's go there There was a first. runoff. There was a runoff election in Georgia, uh, which was always from the get-go a very uh, tight race between the various uh, individuals who were running. And... Uh, the, the eyes of the nation were on on Georgia. It was it was as if Georgia was um, you know the uh, you know uh, November third two point for the country, and so much re, re, um, uh, rested on the outcome because the control of the U.S. Senate um, as a result of the chairmanships of the various Senate committees, and of course um, you know whoever the political party is in power. Uh, determines a lot of the agenda and uh, the issues that, that would come before the new Congress. And so what we're looking at is the Republican candidates were Kelly Loeffner and David Perdue and the Democratic and the candidates were John Ossoff and uh, Raphael Warnock. Yes. So tell what happened there. 
Well, um, the um, the citizens of Georgia did their uh, their due diligence, and in a very close election, uh, the two Democrats, um, Ossoff and um, Warnock, uh, prevailed and are now going to be uh, uh, the new senators from Georgia. Um, a footnote: uh, Mr. Warnock, uh, who's African American, uh, is the first U.S. senator from Georgia of color. Uh, in the history of the state, so it's it, there was that was a little precedent setting on that day as well. And, and so, John uh, Ossoff was a legislative assistant for John Lewis yes, for yes. many years, and so we have a Jewish white man who worked for John Lewis, the civil rights icon, and Raphael Warnock. So it's just kind of amazing. Uh, one other little bit of history real quick is that um, the Reverend uh, is the pastor of the church that uh, Martin Luther King uh, was pastor to, um, the Ebenezer Baptist Church. So there's a lot of history, uh, you know, uh, involved in, in what happened the other night. So uh, the Senate is flipped. Uh, it's 50-50. Uh, and uh, under the uh, rules of the Senate, uh, the vice president, whoever he or she is, breaks any tie votes. And so with um, uh, vice, uh, incoming vice president um, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, she's the, the deciding vote uh, and in the Senate going forward. So there'll be a lot of close, close votes, I would imagine. Yeah. And amazingly enough... No one predicted the Democrats would win both seats. No, no. Uh, it was a long shot, and um, uh, Mr. Biden only won in uh, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, by 11,000 votes, and the two Democrats uh, seem to have run by a little bit more than that. But uh, you, know, you just need uh, one more vote than your opponent, and uh, you prevail. It, it was quite, quite an exciting night for uh, not only Georgia, but for the whole country. So then the next day, January 6th, go ahead. What happened? Oh, it was America's Bastille Day. Wow. Um, right. no, yeah. uh, no, um, a lot of people, you know, uh, are acting now just a few days. I mean, you know, we're pretty close to the events, but oh, this, how could this happen? You know, um, and it was telegraphed. I mean, um, the president and a lot of the people that uh, supported him had been on the internet for the last six weeks saying come to washington on the sixth it's going to be wild you know uh let's let's show the american people that you know we're standing up for what they believe are fair elections and all and um the president gave a little bit of a of a rallying uh speech to uh the assembled uh, in front of the white house and said i'm going to go down there with you all now and we're going to go to the capitol and we're going to redress our grievances then he got in his limo and went back to the White House and then watched the rest on TV. Yeah, really. And that, so, by I the mean, way, you know, the leader of the troops following from behind. Yes. But um, uh, I would say maybe eighty to a hundred thousand people uh, were were at the at the rally, and I don't know how many actually went over to the to the Capitol. But um, uh, things got out of hand. Uh, unfortunately, several people died as a result. I heard this morning that a um, a, um, a police officer for the Capitol Police died as well. As a, as so that's of, uh, five. Five yeah, people died. Yeah, yeah. And there are and, still uh, several in critical condition. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it seems like we may have to have a couple more uh, segments to discuss the historical events of the other day. But by and large, um, what started out as a peaceful 
redress of, of what they thought were their grievances uh, turned into let's smash the windows, let's break into the the Capitol, let's run through the Capitol and you know put MAGA hats on the statuaries and ransack the offices and, and run through the the chambers of the Senate and the House. Uh, it was it was a desecration of what is the secular. The uh, version of a church or a synagogue or a mosque uh, to the, the national uh, heritage, and it, it was it was um, I, I don't like to use the word disgrace, but uh, um, what happened inside the building was really not a peaceful protest, and um, uh, people will certainly be held accountable for what was uh, a travesty and a tragedy in American history. And, and people uh, do need to realize that while the public is allowed to go into the Capitol building, demonstrations inside the Capitol building are not appropriate. Are prohibited. Yes. Yeah. You're not allowed to bring any political paraphernalia. You don't bring political signs or banners. Uh, I saw you know, several banners that basically had uh, um, the four-letter F word with Biden underneath it. And I mean, that's the kind of thing you don't need inside statuary hall, you know, where uh, ex-presidents have rested in, uh, in repose uh, when they pass away. Um, it, it's, you know... Uh, you Much know, less Confederate battle flags. That, Confederate that never happened flags, in the Civil War. I think, yeah, I think that what will stand out historically, even in an age with videotape and everything, the, the still photography that came out of what happened the other day will will stand the test of history and uh, will remind everybody that uh, you know freedom is not free and um, there I mean again it started out with peace peaceful protest and redress of grievance but when you break physically break into the US Capitol and just you know ruin things and break things and tear things down and mock um, you know the, the 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 center of American governance. Those images went around the world, and it uh, it certainly it wasn't uh, imagery that that really shows the best of what the, the ideals of America um, are. And uh, there are a lot of uh, dictators and uh, would be dictators that are going to turn to their own people and say, "And you want to be like them." Really? You want to you want to have that kind of government here? Really? You know, we'll make the trains run on time. Well, one of the and, things that are going to happen is people will see in the aftermath of the whole thing that the United States can suffer these indignities, but we will respond in amazing fashion, and it's going to be wonderful to see, and it will be inspiring for the people around the world. So. Today, Steve, I just thank you so much for your help, and we'll talk again. All right, you take care. Good talking to you. Thank you for joining us for episode 44 of A Politic. As you can see, the results of spinning false narratives about elections can promote injustice and can be an impediment to progress. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the issues 
like the discernment of truth about elections or any other event or issue, and then cast their vote. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking on what's being told to see if the information is consistently reliable and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of the clarification of our identity and our course of moving forward. Your vote determines our future. And again, I'm talking to all you people who haven't been voting. That 33 to 44% that haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to become informed on the issues and then casting your ballot. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years. Good luck. Now we're going to continue to look at the use of the elections for each party's gain in the next podcast. So we'll look forward to seeing you again in episode 45. Thank you for listening and have a great day.